1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC. Now for our story. This afternoon in Wakefield, Kip Mead walked quickly into the bank, which was owned by her uncle, David Bowman. She was dressed casually, but with her usual good taste. And yet, the bright jacket she wore made the pallor of her face all the more noticeable. As she went through the swinging doors with her easy, graceful stride, she caught sight of her uncle sitting at his desk next to the teller's windows. Kit stopped by the little swinging gate which separated him from the public and waited until he happened to glance up.
0: Hello, Uncle David.
2: Uh, well, Kit, how long have you been standing there? I didn't notice.
0: Well, I knew you'd look up eventually. I was just observing you in your role of business executive. You work very well, really.
2: Oh, well, I'm glad you think so. Frankly, I'd feel a lot happier at the moment to be sitting on the edge of the river with a fishing pole in my hand. Come in, my dear.
0: Well, I I do want to talk to you, but isn't there someplace else? I mean, well, this is like being in a goldfish bowl.
2: <laughs> and nobody pays any attention to me or what I do. The boss is just another character in this institution. Come on in, kid. All right. Uh, sit here where I can look at
0: you. Thanks. You know, you're the only businessman I know who hasn't got his chair placed so the visitor has to face the light. The way I'm looking today, I certainly appreciate it.
2: Hmm, funny you're noticing that. You see, when I was a youngster, I applied for a job once in Chicago. It was a good job, and I needed it too. And I got such a headache from looking into the glaring light in the back of the boss's desk that I couldn't even answer the question straight. I decided then and there... If I ever became the boss, I'd never have the light at my back. But, Kit, you don't have to worry about facing a strong light. You're looking very well.
0: (laughs) Hardly. You should see me in the daylight.
2: I don't believe it.
0: Well, Uncle David, you ought to know I'm not the modest type.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, How's the baby, Kit?
0: Oh, just fine, thanks. I believe the expression is fat and sassy. (laughs)
2: I'm glad he's doing so nicely. Say, I missed seeing him the other day when Ben brought him downtown... They say he made
0: quite a hit. Oh, yes. He's quite the little actor. Turns on the charm like a trooper. It's amazing how quickly they learn.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe he's going to grow up to be a politician.
0: (laughs) That's not too unlikely at that. Well, I see my husband back there looking very industrious.
2: Oh, yes. Bill's doing a fine job. It's amazing how fast he's caught on.
0: Come to think of it, maybe I should have said my ex-husband husband? I'm going to give Bill a divorce. What? Yes. Yes, I finally realized there wasn't much point in prolonging this thing anymore.
2: Kit, I want to tell you I'm mighty proud of you. I've hoped all along you'd see your way clear to take care of this situation sensibly.
0: Sensibly, Uncle David? I'm not sure what I'm doing is sensible exactly. It just seems the only thing to do. Of
2: course, Kit. It's the wise, honest way to do it. Instead of forcing yourself and Bill to go through a lot of unpleasantness, grief.
0: Well, as to grief, I, for one, have gone through just about as much as I can take without folding up entirely.
2: And that's all the more reason I'm proud of you, my dear, for reaching this decision. And I know you did it on your own, too. Ben surely wasn't in favor of it, was he?
0: <laughs> oh, you know Dad. He never believes in giving away anything, even if it's something he doesn't particularly want.
2: Yes, you're only too right. Have you told Bill what you decided to do?
0: Yes, I told him.
2: And how did he take it?
0: Well, naturally he didn't dissolve into tears. He took it in a stride all right. But speaking of Bill, Uncle David, there's something I want to ask you.
2: Of course, my dear. Go right ahead.
0: It's something I'd like you to do for me if you're willing. As I told you, Bill was very pleased about the divorce. Mm,
2: Certainly. Bill didn't want to go through all that ugliness, which is what a contested suit would have meant.
0: Yes, yes, I know. But you see, there's a catch to it just the same. A catch? Yes, indeed, a big one. Because, you see, Bill told me the other night that even if I do give him a divorce, he still intends to get custody of the child. At least he's going to try to do it.
2: That doesn't surprise me, not at all.
0: I see. Then you think he's right, is that it?
2: Well, Kip, frankly, I do. We've talked about your attitude toward that baby before. The impression you gave me was that you weren't honestly devoted to the child. Didn't have the maternal feelings one should would
0: expect. Isn't that rather a presumptuous assertion to make, Uncle David? After all, nobody's in a position to know how I really feel. It's only supposition.
2: Perhaps. But your father's approach to life is... Philosophy is not a matter of supposition.
0: I see. In other words, you're saying the sins of the fathers shall be visited on the children.
2: No, no, Kit. I have no desire to be harsh with you, if you were entirely innocent. But I have to be honest. It's been apparent to me for a long time that you were coming more and more under Ben's influence. I regretted it. And I told you so more than once, as you must remember.
0: Yes, I remember.
2: You see, my dear, I've been quite sure that your having the child would really amount to Ben's having him, to influence as he sees fit. I'd hate to see that happen.
0: Uncle David, suppose I were to promise you, to assure you, that the child would not be brought up in Dad's house, that I'd take him away, bring him up entirely away from Dad's influence.
2: Ben would never permit such a thing. You couldn't hope to fulfill such a promise.
0: But I would, believe me, I would. If you just try to help me, please.
2: But, Kit, how can I help you? You know I've no influence at all with your
0: father. But you've a great deal of influence with Bill. Don't you see, Bill has so much respect for you, he'd do anything you say. If you asked him not to sue for custody of the baby, he'd listen, I'm sure he would.
2: I'm not sure I understand you, Kit. Because much as I believe Bill sincerely wants his son, it appears to be most doubtful that he'd win custody of the child.
0: Yes, I know that. Everybody says he's bound to lose, but... Well, it isn't just that, Uncle David, it's... Well, I... I simply can't face having the whole thing dragged into court. I couldn't bear it. If only you'd talk to Bill, make him see
3: Hello how... Hello there, David.
2: Well, uh, Mary Lane.
0: Good
3: afternoon, Kit. Hello, Aunt Mary. Well, you're looking very lovely today, Aunt Mary. <laughs> that, that blue just matches your eyes. Oh, David. <laughs> kid, your uncle is a regular old flatterer. So I gather...
0: It's a side of them I haven't seen much
3: of. <laughs> well, nobody
2: else has either, except Aunt Mary. She sort of brings it out in me somehow.
3: <laughs> well, David, uh, I won't interrupt you. Well, you never do, Mary. Uh, anything special on your mind today? No, nothing at all. I had a few errands to do, so I thought I'd drop in and say hello. I'm mm, glad you did. Uh, how's everything at the farm? Just fine, thanks. Oh, incidentally, how's that young woman, the the dancer, Mrs. Fenner? She's gone on to Chicago. She has. Mm-hmm. But she's quite... Did you say Mrs. Fenner? Yes. Lisa Fenner. I believe you know her. Don't you, kid? Oh, just
0: slightly. Uh, Did she mention knowing me at all? Yes, she did.
3: Well, I had no idea Lisa'd been staying with you. Oh, yes. We had quite a nice little visit. Oh, excuse me. There's Randy waiting for me outside. I'll run along and start him off on his next round of errands. I'll stop by later, David. Good. I'll expect you back. Oh, uh, how's the baby, kid? I saw him with your father the other day, and he's a very cunning little fellow. I hope he's getting along all right.
0: The baby's fine, Aunt Mary.
3: You should be very proud of him, kid. Well, goodbye. Goodbye, Mary.
2: Well, let's see. Where were we, kid? Oh, yes, about the custody issue.
0: Never mind, Uncle David. Just forget I ever mentioned it. I'm afraid it wouldn't make much difference now.
1: Kit said goodbye to David Bowman hastily and left the bank. Her thoughts were confused, fearful. What could it mean, she wondered. Lisa Ferner in Aunt Mary's house. Had Lisa told Aunt Mary the whole story? Was Aunt Mary only pretending to know nothing about the baby's true parenthood when she asked about him just now? And then would the blow suddenly strike when Kit was unprepared... Unable to defend herself? Kit Mead was terrified. Completely terrified.